Soon as I get home, the first thing I'm gonna do is punch your mama in the mouth. Yeah, I'm uh, quite literally in the middle of a park, taking a stroller on a beautiful sunny California day, 72 degrees, uh, nay, a cloud in sight, and I went to Marshall Park and got a hiccup with extra tequila. <laughs> no hiccup. I heard, I heard hic- no hiccup. <laughs> no hiccup. It just takes up space. I want fruit. <laughs> Did you get coconut, though? Is there coconut in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's coconut. All right, that's good. At least you're, you're at least redeeming yourself that way. Listen, in, beha- in behalf of uh, my people, we would like to apologize for raising the prices of <laughs> your very valuable American dollars from five to eight for your cup of tea. Yeah, eight fucking dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's fucking fruit. Yeah, they're not but paying for a business license. What the fuck? <laughs> there is a there is. But you gotta pay for nowadays. The motherfuckers are getting jumped up there and trying to sell food. That's just that's yeah. true. They gotta pay their hood taxes. Well, okay, so we're doing a clip show. Marco, you're at work. I am at work, and I'm, I'm like, in my kitchen. Like, there's somebody in my chair right now, and they can wait. Don't tell them I said that. I hope they don't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a listener that is getting a tattoo that didn't tell you they were a listener getting a tattoo again. It's happened to me before. <laughs> I know. Okay, so uh, we went through the archives of Menstalgia, and uh, I, I brought out a couple of interesting ones that um, they're not all just you, me, and Matt. Um, no. And the, the, all of these are pre-Chuck, who can't be here today because he's he's on kid detail. I think it's, he's at a baseball game with his son. Um, so I want to go kind of in order, and we'll introduce these because we all listen to different episodes, and we all have different ones that we thought we'd pull out of the archives, just these little – kind of best of segments. And so first up is a topic that we have kind of gotten into on locker room briefly. Um, but it was the first time we, we had a millennial on the show and we were discussing, Matt, you said uh, we were discussing rodeo sex. Uh, yeah. Well, we were, <laughs> I think what, what led into that, was hold on i'm going down a fucking steep hill holy shit i totally dropped the stroll the other day when i was doing this by the way um she's fine she fell backwards she she fell back yeah. skidded down the hill a little bit she was laughing the whole time um, anyhow dads okay. are roller coasters that's what makes us yeah um we were talking about silly uh games that we played in high school like the circle game you know the ball gazer game and, and doorknob. all this other fun stuff doorknob you know and uh butt stuff and then we were talking about i don't i don't even know how it came up it just came up so naturally um yeah and, clear. <laughs> yeah you'll hear it just came up so naturally so rodeo sex and I had completely forgotten about that until you sent that damn episode. It was one of the first things in that two-hour marathon episode. And uh, so, yeah, 
we did we did not we didn't know when to say when we didn't know when to stop we uh we were just over serving ourselves on podcasts <laughs> and um, alcohol <laughs> yeah so if you're if you find yourself sitting here right now saying rodeo sex what the hell do you have sex at a rodeo is it fucking a cowboy or a cowgirl or what is it just what, what is it what she just rides you yeah. um you're in enjoy because millennial who did not know what it was <laughs> we, we will explain okay well here it is uh matt's matt's uh first clip is what is rodeo it's like sex? the fucking old rodeo game when you have the fucking chick and you're hiding your friends are hiding you're right <laughs> oh my god eight seconds ago for those of you that wait, don't know the rodeo it? game Eight fuzzy. Se- All right. Oh yeah. I think. Do you know eight, 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 eight seconds, seconds of glory? No. Eight seconds. Eight, eight, eight seconds. Called eight seconds. Hootie, yeah. Hootie, Hootie, do you know sex. what rodeo sex is? Rodeo sex. No. Uh, Hootie. Right, so. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Time to learn. Let me rodeo me. sex. Meet a fuzzy. Me. All right. Meet a meet a. So here's the breakdown. It's a very simple setup. It's a fucked up setup, but it's a very simple yeah, setup. Explain. On the, okay. Uh, okay. So okay. I know there is too much. Meet a meet a meet a meet a. I'd like to plead the fifth. Okay. So is what you do. You grab a couple of your friends. You get them over to the house first, and you hide them motherfuckers in, in your closet, in your room. And mm-hmm. you only need two. Yeah. Okay. Three yeah. is above and beyond, but two, you can pull it's it more off than two. Efficient. Right. Okay. Two guys so, is enough to pull. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, anything more than that, you're going to be like two fucking, or three giggling, giggling school bitches in the fucking, you ain't going to fuck shit up. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. So you're hiding. So you're, <laughs> yes, real great. He's, he's like, please, please. please. <laughs> right, so, you're, so, you know, three motherfuckers are, two or three motherfuckers are hiding in the, in the in the the closet, right? You bring a girl in that obviously you don't, they don't know they're of. in the closet. They have no idea they're in there, and you start doing the do, and you got to make sure it. you got to make sure that you get her doggy style. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to make you sure you have to understand that you're done with this girl. Right, <laughs> this, this is the one time. This is the you ultimate are, breakup move. You are 100 done. This, like yeah. if you're like, oh, how do I get her to break up with me? Yeah, here's mm. your fucking. How do I get her I to see. break up with me and not want not to come want, back and crawl through a dog? You're done. Which so, is a true story. Oh, right. We'll get to yeah, that, we'll oh, get to that one that's, later. That right, sounds so, good. Oh, wow. All right. So, anyways. So, yeah. And at the opportune time, uh, you say the secret word, and the motherfuckers pop out. I'm like, woo! Your friends and, pop out yeah. of the closet, oh, and you man. have to and stay so, on the chick eight, for eight, eight seconds. seconds. And you count out loud. Oh, no. <laughs> and you're like, no. And, oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you no, guys are rebels. It's, it's a fine well, line. Well, we grew up in an era where it was like, like it was, you know, obviously our Gen X was totally different from, you know, was it Gen Y, the millennials? Mm-hmm. We, we, fuck, we didn't give a shit. <laughs> it wasn't, no. it wasn't a big deal. Like, right. well, you couldn't fucking film it and put it in, on uh, Facebook. Yeah, right. Oh my right. God. I'm yeah, so glad. There's no, there's no YouTube. We, no we did live. so no, many yeah. terrible yeah. things Self incriminating stuff. Yeah, dude, if it, oh my God. I, now here's the thing. Because I was a cop, Mm. I I already had a fucking healthy aversion to video cameras. Ah, I, I don't fucking like like. But even before I was a cop, if I was at a party and we were hanging out, I mean, I've done some scandalous shit. Let's just face it. I have done some fucking. We all have. Oh yeah, together. Right. <laughs> a I mean, lot. Do you remember? <laughs> Very like, adamant about like that. rule number one. Don't fucking. Show the fact that you know card tricks to people you're playing poker with. Right. Rule number two: let all your buddies know that you know card tricks, and then invite a bunch of girls over to play strip poker because exactly. you can stack the fucking deck. Yeah. And this is on the donkey. Kong. I mean, scandalous shit. But there were no like, we had beepers, dude. <laughs> there was no beeper cam. There was no like, oh, hold on, let me take out my beeper and take a fucking picture of this for posterity. There was no fucking youtube there was no facebook there was none of that shit so you didn't get caught hell you well not as easily the only thing that caught that captured you was polaroids yeah which were ineffective i believe no 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 they 
Oh, fuck, uh, dude. No, you guys, Back in the day, Polaroids were pretty damn effective to capture somebody. <laughs> but, you know, we did all our stupid shit before we could get caught for it. And now you know what rodeo sex is if you didn't know what it was before. You fucking hot. And now the next one you pulled out was uh, so we have a friend. We will call him Pisa Mojado. He, for those of yeah. you that go way back on Lock Room, it's our QAnon correspondent who has yes. taken, taken it upon himself to uh, be our resource for all things QAnon conspiracy theories, which has kind of died down in the last year. Uh, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, they're all waiting still for 2024, baby, 2024. We got to, you know, it's stupid that if we have to have Pizzo back on for kind of like a recap and a where are they now episode. Yeah, well, I mean, as that'd far as the, co- the QAnon people, as far as the COVID stuff, be, that's the stuff that's being proven right right now because, I mean, all the shit we were saying about it is the stuff that we agreed with them on. And uh, we were right. So, hey. Sorry about that. That's all right. It's the streets of L.A. No, it's a park, and there's fucking signs everywhere that says, keep your goddamn dog on its motherfucking leash. And people are (laughs) hell-bent on turning this. Keep your goddamn dog on its motherfucking leash, because those signs are You know what? It doesn't matter, because nobody fucking reads them anyway. That's true. Well, they're in English. That's why. There's a point there. <laughs> okay, so Marco, you have uh, you have one for us that was from Peace of Mojado, uh, Scott, when he was on our show. Scott and mm. I were in a band together with the most insanely, brilliantly terrible, awful, wonderful lead singer of all time who called himself Thunder. This is correct. So uh, Scott, uh, Peace of Mojado used to come on. Scott used to come on and give us uh, tidbits and, and uh, stories about the Days of Thunder, as we called it, the segment. Now, in this in this specific one, he actually called Thunder, uh, got him on the phone and recorded, and he gave his prediction to back then it was 2018. Uh, so this first part of the segment, I want you to pay attention to the background music as he goes into his uh, shaman, uh, Miss Cleo mode of what is happening and what you should be doing with yourself, especially the mention of Crystal Mix. The crystal mist cigarettes and tequila. Uh-huh. I won't say anything more about that. It just rolls. It just they just roll off the tongue together, and then it, it goes into part two. And part two is amazing when he actually goes into calling him uh, and to quote uh, to quote Scott, uh, "Sheetrock is for pussies." Uh, all right, <laughs> and he gives us a, 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 a tale on how he gets his girl back. His girl, he's, re- talking, he's referring to the guitar and w- how he got the money to get her back out of Hawk. Oh, I won't okay. say anything more. Yep. I, I will not say anything more. Just sit back. And when I say enjoy the ride, I do mean enjoy the ride. Uh, crack open a cold one, uh, you know, clink yourself and, you know, or smoke a bowl, whatever you got to do. Yeah. And, and just remember, this is proof. Matt and I, Marco and I, we know this. Just because you're talented doesn't mean you're smart. That is correct. Okay, here we go. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's hit me. It's time for the days of thunder. There's no lies, only truth. It's fucking time for the days of thunder. 
Thunder! <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> so I always want to come in and I always want to give some, you know, brilliant story because the guy is brilliant. Um, but today he, he, he did the story for me. He's, he's a human he, he, piece of performance art. He, he did the story for me. So what I'm going to do is, uh, he, he posted a video on Facebook. Uh, he went Facebook live. I didn't even, he doesn't even, he's like, Hey, is this thing on? I don't, I don't even know what this is. He, cause he's not exactly technology savvy. And so he goes on. You know, literally in 2017, his whole artistic endeavors have been taking digital photographs of like light bulbs and mirrors. Oh, my God. And yes. you, you like you. I can see apparitions like I don't know what he's no, doing. It's man. called lens flare. It's not an apparition. I don't know. I don't know, man. I saw I saw Casper slime and people, man. So, okay. And everybody's giving him shit like usual. But uh, anyhow, yeah, do you know what? To- That's I'll give Thunder a lot of credit, man. He will stay strong in the face of a hurricane of shit from his friends, his family. He's him, dude. He's he's him. He's raw. He's true. So I give him that. You know, you can laugh he at is. it all you want, but he he doesn't give a shit. He normally doesn't, but he sold his maple neck strat like uh, to the pawn shop when he moved from Vegas, and I don't remember when this was. Like I want to say a couple years ago. And it finally hit him in the end of 2017 because he was just going crazy. Um, but anyhow, I uh, I just got off the phone with him and I recorded it and we're going to have some fun. But basically, he sold his kids Christmas gifts so that he could buy that Strat. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, Thunder, Thunder appeared on Facebook. Thunder appeared on Facebook Live New Year's Eve, drunker than shit, oh with his God. guitar, talking about – beat- Talking about how he doesn't smoke crystal meth cigarettes or drink tequila anymore. <laughs> Something like the, smoking and drinking. The one it, thing that I've never thought that I would see was Thunder the Beatnik. Yeah, and <laughs> right. uh, going off about how he lost his wife in a pawn shop five years ago. And, that was his guitar. Right, I know. I, I just yeah. it's it it was. It was a beautiful – like, if you didn't know better, you'd think it was fake, but it's not. That's legit. That's thunder. And so did you talk to him tonight? I did. So anyhow, I'm, I'm going to send you uh, a couple – I'm going to totally condense it down, and I'm going to send you a couple, gonna, 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 gonna you a couple clips. Follow uh, – on Twitter. You can follow Thunder on Twitter. He has a Twitter now. <laughs> yes. He has a Twitter. <laughs> We can we we were we were so shocked that Twitter that uh, Thunder got himself on Twitter, so you can follow him at uh, at Thunder Rock God is his Twitter. And let me tell you, he's only had like what four or five tweets, but they're magic. Oh, he just wow. got it too. And by the way, you know how phones check your and correct your spelling. Yeah, he can't even he can't even figure out how the phone automatically corrects your spelling. So nope. don't look for grammatically correct <laughs> tweets, dude. Don't look for grammatic. Don't look for if there's a spelling error, just go with it because he just yeah, yeah he doesn't go there. So anyhow, I'm I'm gonna send that to you. You're gonna play it on the podcast. Just a couple things because it is the real thunder in his own environment. Wow, did he so give you did he give you any read. words of wisdom? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can light that chest up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you Thunder Thoughts. <laughs> Hello, friends. 
This is coming to you live from Facebook. Your mother's live on Facebook. That's Kip in the other room eating quesadillas. Your mother's eating quesadillas. I will forget him. He doesn't know anything. I would just like to say first that uh, I no longer smoke crystal meth cigarettes. Or do I no longer drink tequila? Because as one of my, two of my one-time best friends resurfaced as zombies, souls stolen, brains rewired, have to make a point to let me know they're clean cut they're good citizens don't you know me ex-friends don't tell me you're clean cut because I I don't like that Thunder what if I told you that I had a plastering job for you out here in Reno uh plastering yeah uh sounds pretty good man but I don't know if I know how to plaster Oh yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just I just worked for a guy where we did sheetrock and shit, but I didn't you know, I didn't mud. But yeah. No, sheetrocks sheetrocks for pussies, man. I'm talking about plaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, I I always know that you're tapped into something, man. What are, what are you tapped into about two thousand eighteen? Uh I didn't think I was tapped into anything except for that I got my fucking uh you know, some someone to love, man. You know, my my new guitar, man, and that I've been uh, I've just been you know lonely without it, and uh, I finally you know spent the family money and, and everything. Everyone's all pissed off at me because you know we couldn't pay bills and eat and shit. My sister's like, you fucking asshole! What the fuck is your fucking buying a fucking guitar? You know, like we gave you money and. And I'm like, I don't know, and I like net. Then I was like wondering, fucking, oh shit, man, everyone's fucking giving me shit. And then I was like, you know what? I bought it because it's, you know, it's gonna work out. You know, I got, I fucking got my reasons, you know. And because my sister was all, she even gave me like some of the money for it and for Christmas. And it's like she just like for three days, like fucking pounding me with messages about how, you know, why the fuck did you fucking buy that? Now you can't even pay this bills and you can't fucking feed your family, blah, blah, blah. And I go, I don't know, because I fucking thought it was the right thing to do, you know? And then, you know, I lost my car, man, because uh, it, the wheel fell off. And, uh, you know, it, um, and I haven't had a car to fucking work. And Are you eating fresh? Yeah, yeah, I'm eating pretty good, man. What up, you stopped working out? Yeah, I stopped for a little. I mean, I was working out pretty fucking hard, you know. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm right on the, on the board. Like, I could work out for fucking, like, 30 days and fucking look fucking buff as shit, man. But, yeah, my, mom, my mom's like, man, every time I come back, you know, like, when I come back to visit and I go to the gym, she goes, what the fuck do you do in the gym? She goes, you're fucking clothes are soaked and shit, you know. And yeah, it's all about sweating, man. I, I got a fucking old boxing gym in my fucking garage. It's kind of too cold to fucking work out now, but I I, I work out extreme, man. I just like... I have a friend named Fletch, man, and I'm, I'm trying to talk to him about you. And I'm like, you know what, man? Let me let me call him because he'll he he has the answers for 2018. 
because uh, I got a lot to say and shit, you know, like when I'm with that guitar, you know, it's like kind of like a magic guitar, man. It's, uh, you know, I, I had it built for me and I had all this shit done to it. And when I, when I play it, man, shit just comes out, you know, and yeah, dude, but you know, like Mike said, he goes, you and Stevie Ray Vaughan are the only fucking two people I know that when you put a fucking maple, a piece of fucking maple in, in their hand, man, they fucking go crazy, man. It's like, yeah, it's like, she was every man wants Yeah, I heard that. I found, I found it, and I, 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 I put on this. It's got this one really weird effect. It does, and when I put it on, um, on by the speaker on my drum machine, it like amplified on the speaker. It was just like it's pretty cool. It's like an arpeggiator. Yeah. You know, run it. I'm like, look, run it through the fucking loop, through the drum loop, and then like press these buttons while the fucking loop's going, and you can make it like phase and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's what I that's what I did all my drum loops through, you know, the all that stuff. New Year's resolution. Nothing. I mean, you're not gonna take over the world this year. Yeah, I should. I should, man. I mean, now I'm talking to you. I I, I guess I, I I I should definitely. I mean, I've well, night now, now you got a maple neck. Yeah. Start writing. Okay, I gotta go. All right, later, bro. <laughs> so there it was. There it was, the wisdom and the brilliance of the only man on this planet that you can call. Wow. Guys, everybody, one, two, three. Thunder. Thunder, Thunder thoughts, man. That, he, All right, let's see. Like, moving on. <laughs> Jack Andy's got nothing on Thunder, man. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... Ladies and gentlemen, Thunder. I still am friends with Thunder, and I just sent you guys the message on Facebook. I know you saw it. Uh, this man is the kind of person who literally took a picture of his own dookie in the toilet and didn't just text it to his friends. He shared it publicly on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Is he, yeah. Is he still active on his Twitter? Uh, no, no, he's not. But he is active on Facebook. Also, he exactly. posts uh, for some reason. He posts in all caps every time, all the time. I mean, as well as as well as he should. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the this is uh, this next one is back in the day. This is like early John. Like for those of you that listen to War Stories, uh, I met John recording these episodes of the early days of the Manstalgia podcast, and. Uh, I had a group of crazy veterans. John was included in this group. And uh, this was one of those episodes we sat down with all these crazy veterans. But in this episode, we talked with a friend of ours who's a firefighter. And we talked about psychological fitness and the fact that the military and public safety agencies shouldn't change the standards for psychological fitness and it, it regardless of who you are and how badly you want to be in the military or uh join the police department or the fire department so there's a a, a quick clip of us talking about um even back then the the, the changing 
of standards for psychological fitness. Enjoy. Here's, here's, hold on. here's where we go back to the original topic of what we were talking about. Get standards. out the podium. Frosty's talking. No. <laughs> yeah. no, standards. Standards. Really. If you have a standard, they're non-biased, yeah, non-religious. standards, test no, no. standards, physical standards, standards yeah. don't mean shit when it comes to the mindset in the fucking field. You're because, right. You're because absolutely right. I've, because there's and you can't there's a couple. That. There's actually and and you uh, can't, I right. You can't test. There's that. actually a female who's on my job on my department. Who's she hot? The face. <laughs> the face because of the question. fire department on our. I mean, it's it's. And you know what? Oh, she is hot. I'd I'd rather work with a substandard, another person, just because personality wise. You're right. Mentality, it, it, there's there's a right. lot. Mindset has a lot. Mindset to, it's, has it's, a lot to do with for it. Yeah. All the psych bullshit. You know what? Yep. Okay, let's face it. You go to take the psych test. The question is, did you love your father? You mark yes. The question is, are you fascinated with the fire? Well, everybody's fucking fascinated with fire. But you, Mark, no. The question says, would yeah. you rather be a race car driver or a florist? You fucking check race car driver. If if, if you don't check the right boxes on those psych test questions, you don't, you don't deserve to get the fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. But the bottom line is, smart people can lie on those psych test questions, yes. whether yeah. it's the fucking police department or the fire department or the military. Yeah. And you can squeak fucking through, and then you get out there and you're like, holy shit, who the fuck? fuck is this guy <laughs> yeah. and how quickly can i frag him tonight in his sleep because god damn he's gonna get me or someone else killed but i think yeah. i think this or I think, she i think circling this back around this comes back to does women in combat in a combat infantry role right not a semi-combat like the fire pilots and stuff like that an actual infantry combat role does it improve the lethality of the united states military the answer right. is no now since you've been playing devil's advocate let me yes. turn it people are going to say israel Right? They're going to be like, uh -huh. oh, well, everybody serves two years. I was going to say, I didn't get there yet. I was going to bring up the women yeah. right? in Israel. So yeah. here's the thing. They're not in active combat. No. no hold on. But hold on. No, no, hold no, no, no. There's a they've difference. Been in, they've yeah. been in war there for a, a very long yes. time. And cult okay, yeah. I was going to say, because culturally, they've been in war for a very well, long time. Yes. Yeah. If you're, so in Israel, if you're born in Israel, you're raised with people trying to kill you from yes, day one. Yes. You are Correct. surrounded so by the fact So your mindset is different. You look at the West Bank. You look at the Gaza Strip. You look around the Middle East. Everyone wants to kill you. They're raised in a different, complete and total environment than we are. And they understand that if you don't stand up and defend yourself, you're going to get killed. And I will take you. those women. Now, now yeah, they're hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, so they're smoking hot. Yeah. How big is Israel? Oh, first of it's, all, it's if we're going to talk about Israeli wide. women, all we got to say is Gal Gadot. Was it 13 uh, by 40? Fucking Wonder Woman. 13 miles by 40 miles? Exactly. I would for sure get her pregnant. Moving along. How big is Israel? What? The 30, size it's of like 13 fucking miles wide, Delaware, 40, 50 miles yeah. long. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the size yeah. of Rhode Island. It's yeah. the size of fucking Delaware and Rhode yeah. Island, maybe. Yeah. So, how big is the Israeli military? The screening process yeah. for the Israeli Defense Force for the Israeli military can be a lot tighter. It can be a lot more stringent. It can be a lot more careful because they aren't screening as many fucking people as the United States military. Yep. You can take a small operation that can screen out things. In, in its its infancy and in its it, its smallness, and then you expand that operation, and the bureaucracy alone means you can't screen for that same shit, and you have to change the screening. You have, I mean, if you work for my police department, which was less than a hundred people, and you work for LAPD, which is ten thousand cops, the screening process is completely fucking different because there's a lot more places for you to hide Agreed. among ten thousand people than yeah. there is among. Ninety people agreed, and if you if you look at the Israeli Defense Force, 
The IDF is that. It is a defense right. force. Yep, right. It is almost a police-type quasi-military right. organization. It's the National Guard. Yes. It is not an invading force right. that is out there to destroy the enemy of pretty much the world because that's what we do at this point. Right. So, as we close... It's amazing I mean, that's how... Some, that's, that's church. Yeah, and, and it's amazing how uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, it is the government. <laughs> yeah, that's the government. <laughs> oh, God. We're still trying to placate people that are clearly mentally ill. Now, the next one is also something that Marco listened to. Um, yep. And uh, this is – we had, like – what was it? Conf- we had confessionals, right? We had – we had. yeah, yeah. But, uh, this was based uh, – you actually had came up with this one. Uh, the way you came up with it was actually pretty cool. It was like around the holiday right, – right during the holiday time. And, you know, this is time for all families to gather. You have your in-laws around. You have, you know, um, whether it's mother-in-law, father-in-law, or just brother-in-law, whatever it is. You have your in-laws around. And you came up with the question, is it okay to tell your spouse what you truly feel about your in-law? Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no, Bob. <laughs> so, um, Let's see what we thought then. <laughs> So it's, it's interesting to see what the group thought then versus now. Um, how many more ranks have we gone up in, in the fossil? Um, yeah, we've leveled up absolutely. since then. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's what this was about. And I thought it was pretty interesting uh, how right. it was broken down. So, no, it listen? makes me Let's feel important is that Roach is talking on a $2 microphone. I'm talking on a $2,000 one. I'm not Oh, you like anything. that? <laughs> Just well, wait till it comes out, and I sound wait, so much if, better if than you. you. S- <laughs> if you split the difference, you're both talking on one thousand and one dollar microphone. What? <laughs> All right. So, okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, I want I want to do our men confess segment. I want to ask you guys a question because this is actually something very interesting, especially with what uh, what goes on around the holidays. Everybody has their in laws in town for the holidays. If you hated your in-laws, would you tell your spouse or do you shut the fuck up about it? I, too soon, uh, bro. <laughs> uh, too too I, soon, Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> too, too soon, man. My, that hurts. Uh, I just told you about the year I had. You're going to fucking bring that up? No, I'm serious. <laughs> if you hate your in-laws. Damn. 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 I don't know if I could say my my in-law died in November. <laughs> right, but my point is is that if let's too not, soon. Let's let's say it's not her. Let's say we're talking about somebody else. <laughs> That's the only one I had. <laughs> oh. Damn, dude. So Roach, did, that hurt. Do you, how do you feel about your, do you do you enjoy your in-laws? Uh, do you I have know my do you have in-laws? My what? My, do you my, have I enjoyed in-laws. his mom. I, I do. I have a mother-in-law right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll start by saying like my ex-in-laws, the uh, Jewish Nazis' uh, parents were awesome. I loved them to death. Um, wait, I, wait. The 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 chick that pulled her hair out in her sleep. Yeah. The Jewish Nazi. The Jewish Nazi. The one that you had to uh, come to my house and make sure that all those bullskins didn't come in my backyard when we were moving around. You I mean, liked Fletch. her parents. Her parents were awesome. The, Okay. Her parents were actually the, really good. the helium. The helium is still in the balloons at the balloon at my mother's graveside. I just want you to know that. Wow, 
what are you on Google Earth right now checking it out? <laughs> no, it was that. Did you set not, up a nanny cam? Soon. <laughs> Is it like a webcam that you have? <laughs> oh. I hope Mrs. Mojado does not listen to this one. <laughs> so, Roaches, do you, do you so your 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 current Mrs. Current Pinoches? Yes. Do you have in-laws through her? I have a father-in-law and a mother-in-law. Um, I've never met my father-in-law, though. Um, okay. He is uh, so you like Mrs. Him. Pinoche's uh, <laughs> life. And I like that. I like the fact that uh, he's not in, in our life. How about your uh, mother-in-law? My, my mother-in-law, I don't know, man. We Sometimes we get along. Sometimes we don't get along. Well, that's but, fine. Uh, but do you tell your... Do you tell Mrs. Oh. Pinoches that, or do you? Just oh yeah, I tell Mrs. Pinoches it. all the time. In fact, uh, you know, she she goes off on her mom too. So, yeah. See, that's the big question for me: is if you have, I went off on uh, on on uh, Roach's mom. <laughs> My I mom's you went, dead, dude. That ain't cool. See what I'm saying? Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> and just just so we don't alienate our audience. No, Pinoches' mom clear, is not dead. This was back when when Pinoches' mom and I we just strictly tested thermometers. Oh, <laughs> you, you guys both worked at Johnson and Johnson. Were you pushing her in her stool too? Oh, <laughs> how did this turn? Oh God! So, so your wife don't knows laugh. You, your wife knows don't you laugh. don't like it just your mother. Encourages them, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. She knows that I don't really care for her too much. There was some stuff that she did back in uh, a few years ago telling me how I should raise the kids, and I didn't appreciate that much. And we had a little bit of a yelling match, and she threatened to call the cops on me and whatever. So, so I told her, go ahead. Is it better? Is it better if you tell your spouse how you feel about your in-laws, or is, is it keep the peace if you keep some of that shit to yourself? I don't know, man. I, I think it depends on on your relationship. In my case, I didn't think there there was any problem with it. Um, Mrs. Pinoches seems to agree with me on a lot of points. So you like? Yeah, I, I think it all depends on how. Uh, I, I think it's how you are with your spouse, and and I mean, you get to know in your in your relationship what you can and, and can't, you know, be straightforward with, you know. What I find interesting is the di- dynamic where if let's say let's say my wife let's say Mrs. Fletch bitches yes. about her folks or yes. complains about her folks and then I <laughs> agree with her and I go yeah that sucks and she goes don't you talk about my parents like that <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was just agreeing with you oh no yeah but she she comes from a she comes from a unit though that's the thing but that's my that's my point it's like it's like, you can't use that word only we can use that word it's that like like I you can't insult my mother only I can insult my mother and you know so what you can't be, be I'm I'm the same way like if if Mrs. Fletch says something about my mother that I agree with, I still might get shitty about it because I'm like, but I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> but see, like Mrs. Uh, uh, Roaches, Pinoches will, uh, will sit there and talk shit about my mom too. But I, I do that also. So, but uh, you're okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Would you okay, tell so her? You if want you to were? talk about my in-law when she was alive? Yeah. Or are we going to wait for that story? No, let's talk about that. No. No, it's too soon. <laughs> God damn it, man. That was brutal, Fletch. Woo! I'm going to cut all that out. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> you, you <should've... laughs> Did you bring out Lucille yeah. for that? That one? was uh I could say I mean not much has changed. We were, you know, like it depends on on how much of a fight you want to cause. Well, it depends what kind of relationship you have with your spouse and what kind of more important what kind of relationship she has with her family. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Some of that also comes down to like when you can say like your wife can talk shit about her mother, but you can't talk shit about her mother. Yeah. It's not an open invitation when your wife, and this is for like all you youngsters that are just married or are engaged or just started dating somebody. Just because the person you're with talks shit about their family does not give you her blonde to openly talk shit about her family. In the words of Admiral Mm -hmm. Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Don't even agree. Don't even agree. Just, like, just, I, just I, smile I, I and, and nod. Coming from, yep. I get it. That sucks. You're just, always, uh, don't even compare it to your mom. Floor. No, no, no. I think you should compare. I think you should compare it to someone in your family. You'd be like, oh, you know, and just com- change answer the question with the question. No, not unless you no, want your I, wife I, to say, oh, you're no, your mother's way more of a bitch, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Or you compare it to somebody in your family, and they go, "What do you mean? So and so is a complete bigger asshole than yeah, so and so. Like, how could you think they're on the same level? Just, just smile, nod, mm-hmm. say, I understand how you're feeling. That must be really frustrating. Um, wow, I'm here you know, for you. Or make somebody up. You know, my friend Tom. You know, he's had <laughs> an uncle, he had uncle Jerry. Let me tell you about Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry, that's a squirrely ass baby. Funny motherfucker, and at least you guys don't have that motherfucker in the family. Yeah, Bob and weave. Well, the next one was back with the veterans again. You'll hear John. This was so long ago that I had to ask these people, Have you guys ever heard of Jordan Peterson? So I was on the Jordan, P- Jordan Peterson train for a long time. I've, I've been listening to him for a long time, and uh, this was some of the earliest. Uh, instances of me listening to Jordan Peterson discuss how uh, there's a difference between being a, a strong man who is good versus a weak man and how weak men can't be strong by virtue of the fact that they have no power, which, uh, you know, that that leads to a whole other debate about the, you know, the racism debate, how you can't be racist unless you have power, which that's not what we're talking about people. So it's not one of those. Oh, you, Yes. A weak man can be a good man, but he's never truly tested until he has power to impose his will upon others is what we were talking about. And so this is me and uh, John, you'll recognize John's voice and uh, a couple other people that we've had on the podcast sitting around discussing early, early, early uh, YouTube and uh, Internet social media clips of Jordan Peterson and what it takes, what it means to be a strong man and versus a coward. So here you go. Enjoy. Here's where uh, last episode you guys you guys probably didn't hear it because I was it just actually listening out. to it earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked. You guys, are you guys familiar with Jordan Peterson? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he has a concept that it goes all the way back to some philosophers that doesn't matter. But uh, I was listening to it the other day, and I I shit you not, I rewound it. Probably you still eating. Yeah. Well, the you good food. Fat fuck. And, and I'm good supposed food. to be Cartman. Cartman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> He looks better in a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, so his, 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 he was talking about um, being a moral man, right? And 
I shit you not, I was listening to this on my way home and I paused it and thought about it for like four or five minutes, just kind of like trying to wrap my head about what I had just heard. Then I rewound it and listened to it again. Then I paused it and I, I think I did this four times because the sentence struck me. He says, most of what passes for morality today is just obedient cowardice. Yep. And he extrapolated that to be that you, if you're a powerless person, if you're a weak person, you're not moral. You're just weak. So to follow the rules because you're too afraid to fucking break them or to follow a moral code because you're incapable of breaking them, that's not moral. That's just weak and incapable. Mm. But if you are a monster, if you are capable of violence, if you are capable of atrocities against other people, if you have that in your heart and you understand it and you wrap your head around it and then you control it and you still don't, you know, do those, you don't choke the living shit out of somebody who pisses you off because you're like, "Mm, that's not the right thing to do. Then you're a fucking moral person. Morality. So if, if courage is not the absence of fear, morality is not the absence of evil. You have to have that evil in your heart, make friends with it, know it, and then control it. To be actually a moral person. Otherwise, you're just a fucking coward and a weakling. Is it gay if I just got a boner? Be <laughs> <laughs> like, like a fucking yeah. meat yeah. boner, right? No, continue. continue. But seriously, like, you're boner. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. When, he right. dro- when I listened to that, I fucking, that <laughs> dropped on me. I'm like, no, you're right. oh my God. <laughs> that's some deep yeah. shit. That's why I, I love this guy. You know, fucking <laughs> yeah, for a oh Canadian, he's fucking right yeah. on, right? And so I listened to it. That's why I said I rewound it four fucking times. Mm. Because I'm just wrapping my head around this thing. And I'm going, you know, I can now explain to people why... Yeah, you know, I I think I I look at somebody who does something to me, and I'm like, God, yeah, I, it would be so fucking easy to just kill mm-hmm. you. Like, I know like three different ways that I can just fucking end <laughs> you right now. But you know what? I'm a better person than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, so I wanted to get your guys' thoughts as men who have stood opposed, stood on the wall, you know. Fucking! You want me on that wall? <laughs> you need me yeah, on that wall? Exactly. Yeah. But see, that's that—that's yeah. the same mentality, right? Isn't? I mean, am I wrong or am am I fucked up? I know you have a little bit of a different PA. You have a a bit of a different opinion on it. Sort of, and not. I mean, I think that every every person on the planet has the. I don't want to drop my drink on your stuff here. Um, well then, don't. Well, um, <laughs> every person on yeah, every person on the face of the planet has the has the capacity in them for evil, one way or another. I mean, man's evolved to the point now where I mean, even a guy that weighs a hundred pounds soaking wet at you know thirty years old can go out, find a way to get you know do some kind of damage. Right, cars. Right, I mean, bombs, whatever. YouTube it's, bombs. So it, it's, yeah. it's 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 the capacity is there for everyone, and I think that it. I think the mechanism, having, but not the capacity. There's some people who are fucking spineless, right? Yeah, there's a lot of fucking people. There's a so lot of people spineless. out there that do not have enough spine. Right. There's to, nothing. To there's get there's no this, this, way. This, this, the, cap- the capability is there. The capacity. Take it to a bigger level for uh, for like a lot of people to understand culture. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So you've got this radical, radicalist Muslim culture, well, right? Yeah. Now they're born and bred to kill. Right. Yeah. At, at, right. Like they're taught you know, at three and four, and the a, Jews are. Vile dogs that you will be elevated, and if Correct. you kill them, and yeah. so yeah. so they capture me overseas, they slit my throat, they don't lose a, a, a lick of sleep over nope. it. Now. No, it's to them, it's it's less than putting down a dog. Correct. Yep. So now you've got a guy like me that grew up in a conservative family. Um, I do I believe in violence? Yeah, I believe it's necessary for sure. Yep. But that doesn't mean it's something that needs to be done 
all the time. No, no. So it's I, not I your go, go-to, right? So I go to war. I see war. I saw some fucked up shit, and I come back, and I and you know, you can call it whatever you want, but you know, people come back with issues, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as a culture, that's not what we're raised in. No, no. You know what I mean? So, so do I agree with you that everyone's capable of it on some level? Yeah, for the most part. But I think on a bigger scale, it's really what you come from. Yeah. Well, well we, were, that, we, were, we were talking about it earlier. We were talking about Japan and like the, how there was that that killing or the stabbing that just recently happened oh, yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. That was China. 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 Yeah. And, and we were talking about yeah, we dude. Talking, they don't all look alike. You fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think there was no judging here. We went from China to Japan, and we were talking about the culture in Japan and how it. it and how the they fir- learn? Yeah, how they learn. in the very in like the very first too. two years in oh, school, God. they don't learn anything educationally. <laughs> uh, it's it's all like on carbon. it's all based on like <laughs> etiquette. You're right. they, they learn manners first. Right. Because it's not, they, it's not and A's, B, C's, exactly. and 1, 2, 3's. It's, it's, it's like it, how to be polite. They, they maintain their own schools. They clean everything. It's wait, wait, like, no, 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 no. Fucking say it in the mic, you piece of shit. I did. No, I was under his breath. I was like, they learned after Nuke 1. No, 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 no. It was after Nuke 2. They kind of learned after Nuke 1, but then Nuke 2, they're like, all right, I'm done. It's All like right. that dude yeah, that gets no punched mas. in the face. He's like, I no can go, oh, shit, never mind, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. It was, it was like, you won't do that again. Uh, oh. Really? Whoa. Okay, yeah. maybe oh, you shit. will. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, but in, in all seriousness, I love Japanese culture and their food is bomb. <laughs> Wait, is that your no. way of like apologizing? Yeah. For I'm you? sorry. They're, I'm really they're women. Sorry. They're women are bad either. Yeah, I'm not I, gonna but say I still threw it out there. Did you get the food as bomb part? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. You had hey, to put you, that together for uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I think we can all agree, we can all at least agree that everybody has at least the. the Capability because of their access to yes. Wait, hold on, shit. hold on, hold on. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I also wait, have wait one. Okay, so, yeah. so this is so this is the other side to why why you're I, a better person. I really person. want to. Okay, wait. So now I'm thinking about it, as we as we keep talking. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, wrap your head around it. I don't know if everyone's capable of violence. I think everyone is capable of the thought of violence and maybe what they perceive to be violent in their right. own brain. Um, but I've seen firsthand a lieutenant at a ranger school not fire one shot and curl up in a ball in the fetal position right. in a firefight. No, no, right. No, right. But the, so, have, okay, so what I'm saying is... my talking about mechanisms. My, 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 no, my point is is that, okay, so if you were to leave everyone to their own devices, right? Okay. Not, no cultural, no, no cultural uh, diffusion in, into, their, into their persona. Oh. That person has the capability and the capacity for violence. The problem is... As, is as, so you're as, saying as a human being, as a human they are capable. Being, without, like without physical any, capability, yeah, not uh, mental. With, even, like their even, hands. No, even mental. Without See, any, I don't I'm buy that. I'm saying yeah, without, I don't, any, I don't, without I don't any cultural. I don't buy it I think there are people everyone, that are born prey. Everybody has the capability of evil to yes. do evil. Yes. However, they do not have the capability to perform violence. But I think that and all right. evil comes, comes in evil a lot comes of in, it You don't have to be violent to be it evil. It does not have to True. be right. violence. True. Everyone's and, born in everybody in full, full capacity to do evil, whether it's. The uh, hiding behind a keyboard on social media, oh, God. or it is somebody mm. that works up enough warrior. courage to perform violent acts in the name of evil. Right, but everybody has the capability of doing well, evil. Well, I will, I will, I'll put to you that whoever produces the videos that Muslim children watch oh, at yeah. four years old to yes. indi- mm-hmm. that 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 has Mickey Mouse telling yeah, the, them that Jews are evil and they should yes. kill them. The people that produce I, I those videos are just as slowly. evil. 
yeah. and they are as just, the actual suicide bombers. And yeah. They are just as cowardly. And they're just, so that, but that they're, they're more just cowardly. They're more. They're more cowardly. But I would say that those people, and and not just them, but you can you can take this back global. Those people that mess with kids to turn them in <laughs> to monsters like that. Um, you know, you get those parents at home that are just treating their children like shit. And right. You were just making your kids do fucking push-ups the other day. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Hold on. That is just fucking parenting. Do you have a kid? No, I don't. No. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Daddy knows all. All his kids were Daddy swine. Knows I've, got, yeah. I've got two, and if I could have sent him to a gulag, I might have. Uh, all his kids Jesus. were swallowed or excreted from <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one. Yeah. We, don't, we don't talk your about that Your sister's hot, but your mom does that thing I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, so, so speaking as a parent, you are, you are right. I, I parent my kids. Um, I make them do push-ups. I make them do burpees. I yes. make them run. Yes. Like, I, I will break my kids to the point that they cry. Yes. When they start doing something wrong. Now, let's back up. What were they doing? So I am working out, and I look over, and there's a kid's area, and my youngest son is choking out my oldest son, who's hitting him over the head with a toy. So they're being boys. Yes, which is cool. Right. But the moment they look up, like, there's no – nobody's really in pain. Nothing's going on. And then they look up, and they see me, and they're like, oh, shit. Okay. My kids are fucking around, and they know better. So they got That's dealt with. the thing. They got fucking it's not, dealt it's with. It's not that they were choking each other out and hitting each other with toys. It's, they it's that they better. fucking knew better. I always told my kid, if you fuck up, it's one thing. If you fucking lie about it, it's another. Yep. Because lying, I mean, there's so many I could go into. But even if you go back to um, the original... Are we pouring more drinks? Yeah, pouring more drinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We talk about it. Yeah. Everything gets no, talked about. Okay, yeah. so I was. I asked yeah. him, um, I have those big-ass blocks of ice for whiskey. Yeah. We are, we I need, are pouring I need a right now. So okay. I was asking if they wanted me to go grab one. Well, I think on that note, we're going to take a booze break. Everybody can take a booze break. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll put on a little bit of hold music for you people while we take a booze break. And then we'll come back with a new topic. And on that same note, uh, which I still love Jordan Peterson, uh, I think he's only gotten more same. brilliant and uh, uh, he's gotten more and more outspoken. And what what they've what people have tried to do, the establishment has tried to do to that poor bastard. Uh, if you haven't been following, uh, he is having to justify his own license to practice uh, psychology in the in. Oh, yeah. He's having to defend why he should still even be he's basically facing what in our country would be called uh, disbarment to an attorney, you know, take away your license to practice. So it's pretty mm-hmm. shitty. Uh, but with that same group in that same episode is why I thought we'd put these together. I wanted to discuss with them gays in the military because at the time um, we were not where we were at right now with, with transgenderism. Right. What and what do you, do you recall what year that was that you were talking to them about it? I believe this was back in 20 late 2017. Yeah, 2017. I okay. Think. And okay. Um I think what spurred it was there had become I I can't remember I, I believe it was, you know, sometime between 2008 and 2016. So you can imagine what specific person would have been in control of things between that time frame. Um, there became a, a, a thing where don't ask, don't tell had gone away and you were allowed to be openly gay and in the military. And so we had a bunch of, you know, veterans who had served sitting around together. And I thought it would be a good time to discuss with people who had actually been deployed with things, you know, people of the same sex 
that were homo- identifying openly as homosexuals, how they felt about it. And so this is me and John and a couple other people uh, discussing their thoughts on gays in the military. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, douchebag. Set, set him in a room with General Mattis. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. 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 Fucking right? cha- chaos okay. needs well, to talk to him. We're, yeah. So, we're all we're already uh, uh, in the in the military uh, suffering the uh, the policies of politicians with these medical waivers. Um, I had heard, you know, and I'm really just going to throw out a figure that I'm just kind of making up. Um, but it, 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 <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, I'm just going to come up no, no, with some statistics it's not, that are it's fake. Not far, and... It's not far from the truth. So you're, like you're 10, giving rough estimates. 10, 10 to, rough estimate of 10 to 15% of the United States military is undeployable. They are not deployable oh, yeah, yeah. due yeah, to – Yeah, that is true. Wait, wait to, for what reason? Due to uh, medical waivers, psych waivers. So when they enlist, they have to be full disclosure. So okay. they get a waiver for something that may have happened in the past, whether it's a knee injury – or maybe they, you know, were, you know, maybe some psych, psych issue um, growing up. So they get a waiver to be able to join the military. We're getting into the 10 to 15, and I think the number is actually higher. I'm actually being a You're little, being a low, yeah, yeah, being a little conservative. Really being so the fact that culturally and politically, we're going to allow more and more of these people that require, uh, extra health benefits, extra care and treatment in a war zone when people are dying, are we going to are we going to waste the money? Are we going to waste the time and resources on people that just because of their own personal defect that wanted to join the military, now my buddy or my buddy's buddy is going to die because we wasted money here and we could have been spending it here or extra training Right. Extra facilities. Yeah, I, I didn't even say I wouldn't even say waste of money because it's just money that shouldn't be spent. Because it's, it's my opinion on the military, and again, I, I was a cop, not a veteran. Uh, but again, my opinion is the, the the litmus test for the military should be: Does it make our military more efficient and more deadly? If it makes us our military more efficient and more deadly, then we do it. Yeah, run it. If it yeah. makes our military less efficient or less deadly, then we don't do it. Correct. That's yeah. that Correct. to me is the litmus test. So, what you're saying is, yeah. if you're spending hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars treating people that have issues, those people deserve treatment. They deserve whatever. That absolutely, fine. they should be uh-huh. treated. But it shouldn't come out of the fucking should military. Should not come budget. out of the military. The idea is. More deadly, more efficient. That's it. Absolutely. More yeah. deadly, more efficient. That's, Absolutely. that's the purpose the of the States military. military right. The United States military is around to fight and win wars. Right. Period. Right. We're not a social program. The United no. States military is not a social no. program to give people benefits because you're going to volunteer. Join the fucking Peace Corps. To, to, ja- to, to have a job for four join, years. Join the – Really. Yeah. You know, people like that actually, that uh, teacher that uh, caused all the contrary, mm. they're feeding in to that – they actually give him ammunition to show why right. some people view the military as a last resort, and it's not. No. I mean there's plenty of us, me included, that could have gone to college, no problem at all. Could have done so many different things uh, with education and all this stuff, and I chose to serve because I thought it was what I should do. I thought it was what – this country's given me something. It's given my family something, and – 
I need to give back a little bit. Boy, if, you don't if, talk, but when you do, yeah. you got a podium, bro. Damn, you, I'm telling you. Shit, I can get behind it. You fucking yeah. flag. You're like patting and shit. I don't fucking say anything, but when I do, there's a yeah. goddamn 30-foot flag behind me. That's Well, I, I agree. I, I, I can see yeah. that. Jay-Z, I, how, have you served with openly gay or openly transgender? Have you? Uh, tra- transgenders, no. Um, in the military, gay, not to my knowledge. Um Everyone pretty much nailed it. I got really nothing to say about as far as the military goes. I got nothing to say about that. I got nothing to say about But you know what? I, you know what? Um, I, I did – my old partner, um, he's since moved on to another agency. And you know what? He, he, he's gay. And that dude, I, I would trust my life with him any, any day of the week. Um, and, and, and for those of you that don't know, my brother is gay. And he – I I don't have an issue with it. I disagree with him. Politically, sometimes I disagree with him. Philosophically, sometimes I disagree with him. Morally, sometimes, but that being gay to me, who you fuck, it's irrelevant. It's not the issue. Yeah. No, no, it's irrelevant. No. It's, it's how you fight. Yeah, yeah, correct. So that's the thing. It's not you know, who you fuck. It's how you fight. And you know, exactly. a, lot, a lot of us at work, we had no idea. We had absolutely no idea. And, and then, as and well, you shouldn't. It's none of our business, right? And you know, and at some point, like he just got really close with all of us as, as a group of friends, and he felt like he needed to tell us for whatever reason, and we all you accepted know, I it. Could, I could get that he felt like he needed to tell you because sometimes when you're, like, my brother and I talked about this actually. When you when you are a guy who acts like a regular guy and. You know, you act like everybody else and you're it's kind of living a lie. Else. It's not even living a lie, but it's just they're assuming that you're straight and you're not. And you want them to know that about you because you feel like if you're being dishonest, if you don't, that's fine. Whatever. I, I don't care. Sure. I, I Personally, I don't care. I don't. Sure. You know, uh, I still remember the day he told me in a freaking black and white. Yeah. I looked at him and I actually was like, shut the fuck up. Right. You know, like I just I was fucking with him. Like, get the right. fuck out of here. Because I didn't even believe it. Right. But then once I realized he was being serious, I was like, all right. Cool. Yeah, all it is right. what it is. What, yeah, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. And he was kind of surprised they took it that way. Yeah. And But you know what? I've seen that dude fuck up gangsters. I've seen that dude, dude chase after people. That dude has saved my ass more than once. Because it's how he fights, not how he fucks. Exactly. Exactly. But the transgender thing, are you on the same page as Cartman and Frosty? That- yeah. You know, that, that, that's, that's a whole that's a whole other issue. I mean, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, if you're trying to get your shit pushed in or your shit extended or – get your tits cut off and like all this other shit that's that is a fucking mental issue and well, th- there's something not there's something chemically imbalanced in your brain are we back in trying to get your shit pushed in what do they do they oh, invert your penis right that's that's good. Good. okay yep. straight from the gay comedy you're trying to get your shit pushed in and i will i will say this i will say this guy again guys are lucky because having the surgery to go from being a guy, guy being a girl, girl is way better yeah. and way more like realistic. It's easier than when a girl tries to be a guy. Because have you seen the fucked up shit they attach to girls? Yeah, it looks like one of those like little dog chew toys oh that you can God. get from the fucking. Um, I watched. I was, seriously, I watched a special one time with the doctor. They, they fall. I swear to God, they followed this couple through this special where the 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 girl had no idea for a long time that her husband was a girl. Fuck that. There's no fucking way. No, no, no. She would fuck with her underwear on, and she would have the strap on covering, or the underwear covering the strap on, and she'd throw the dick out the fly, and then they would always turn off the lights, and she'd always go to the bathroom to freshen up before. So she literally tricked this woman into thinking she was a dude for a long time, and the the, the girl a was a, a virgin. Uh, all right, <laughs> the girl was a virgin. No, no, dude. If you if you wow. watch actual chicks, you just, they have no rhythm. None. None. Yeah. 
No, I have seen it, but we're moving on from that. Oh. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, that, so these, these I didn't get docked. So they, oh, you, whoa, you were pegged. Whoa, <laughs> you didn't get pegged. Hey, if dead wow, people get pegged, so can yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so they followed these two girls to the doctor, and the doctor basically said, "Your options are two. Uh, I can give you hormones until your clit grows to be three inches, or I can." Strap a air pump fake dick onto you, and that's what you use for the rest of your life. So, but I want a real penis. I want an actual like, like I want six to eight inches of actual. And the God, you're a fucking chick. I can't do that. That's not that's not the business I'm in. I can give you a fucking penis that you can pump up with an air bladder, or I can make your clit three inches. Those are your choices. Like, yeah, well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The real question yeah. is, what do you do with a three inch dick? You tell <laughs> us. You tell As us. As you look yeah. at Frosty. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's a, it's a, it's you know, audio only. But, so but here's here's the thing, you know, and I, I guess maybe this is from I I don't know any transgenders, but every time I've seen anything that has to do with <laughs> I don't a, know any transgenders. Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, any time, but any time I've I've seen anything that has to do with transgenders, that doesn't look like the military type going out there to fight for no. somebody and 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 do and no. you know, do the dirty work. Yes, no. very you, true. You know what I mean? But the it's, problem is you have the, what that one person in a in in a million that's like I want to join the military. And by the way, I don't like just, the fact that I have a penis. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, well then, well, guess what? Then guess what? You pick one. You don't yeah, get to join the military. Pick one. Right. The fucking cornbread farm boy that we want going to fight for our country has flat feet, and he ain't getting in. Yeah, I don't you. like the fact that yeah. I'm schizophrenic, but I want to be in the military. Well, yeah, yeah it doesn't see. work. Like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, right. It's, it's right. Well, it's not a right. All right. So I had whenever you, whenever, kid, yeah, and whenever you hear about these, whenever you hear about transgenders going in the military, you hear about transgenders in, in anything. It's like, oh, transgenders have the highest rate of freaking suicide. Yeah, and it's the like transgenders 60%. have percent, and I'm like. Maybe that's doesn't, not the person to give a gun. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't this sound like the because person you mental? don't want? It, it is. Right. It's, it, gender dysphoria right. was originally classified as a mental that's disease. What that's what, and the problem is, is that it because of political correctness. Wait, I'll, been, I'll play devil's advocate. So was homosexuality. Hom, what is it's com- homosexuality was originally classified. As it was originally disorder. yes, right. and and no longer is. The it's difference no longer classified. Correct, as that, but is it still? Is it still a mental uh, or a, a mental disease? Is it still a mental disorder? No, in your opinion, in my opinion, okay, because you're not getting your shit pushed in. <laughs> but you no, can. but in, no, 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 no. So, so do you <laughs> think we'll get to a point where? It, okay, so here's a, here's that's the reason I'm so, going down this this path is okay. Uh, so if, if homosexuality what it was and now yeah. isn't, yeah, do you think you'll get to a point where transgenderism was and now isn't? No, mm-hmm. no, Why? and the reason What's the difference, and I'm the, playing devil's advocate no, no, no. because the, that's the, the reason, question people would ask. The reason, the reason being that homosexuality doesn't require any kind of mass, masochistic action to your body. People will go. Yeah. Have you, people, have you yeah. seen? I mean, really? I mean, I get it. You know, you think you're a man, you think you're a woman. Have you seen it? Have you seen that? Eight foot beast walking yes. in down the street. Yes, Wait, with like I have, I have run an ambulance air. down friggin' West Hollywood I and mean, seen the seven foot two. That's a three hundred eighty pound. I'm sorry, it looks no different than chick. the bum on Skid Row talking yeah. to the bus bench. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then the blonde really? chicks, the blonde chick, and she's talking to me like, "What's up? Guys? Yeah, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah, no, really, I, it it really there's no difference. I don't the bus the 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 person on Skid Row yelling at the bus bench, having an argument with the trash can. 
really mm-hmm. has no difference. So your than, concern is not that a guy wants to dress like a girl. Or no, a girl I can care less. Like yeah, you care care less. Yes. Is the I mental have pictures instability. of Jay-Z in a bikini. <laughs> yeah. So your concern is the There's, mental instability of a person. Correct. Yeah, no mental that, stability. Right. Yeah. And to hand that person uh, a, firearm. a firearm with unlimited ammo on the battlefield. Yeah. Well, guess a what? Whole bunch That's going to concern me a little yeah. bit. No, okay. I'm somebody with. And we're, this whole thing, I mean, let's go back to the FBI thing. We're talking about the school shooting and mental illness. Hey, this is. Yeah. Th- this we, is, we, we have a real. Mentally and, ill people yeah, we, with firearms, and I don't trust that. Yeah. Sorry. It's, in in, in general, or the United States has a huge mental illness problem. Huge mental well, illness problem. Well, I, I honestly, I don't think the, mental, the, the United States, just my opinion, I don't think the United no. States has a huge mental illness There's problem. There's crazy well, fuckers I, everywhere. No, 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 the United States has a huge fucking parenting problem. Thank you. <laughs> Thank That's you. where I was going. Yes. I was about to take that. Absolutely. That is a parenting right. issue. Yes. I am sorry. Oh, my, yes. kids are, my kids are upset no, no. and my kids don't behave. What do your kids no, do no, no, no. besides That's not what I'm a fucking about. screen? Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about individuals that actually have mental psychological disorders, things like uh, paranoid schizophrenia, okay, I get, things I, like... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you. I, I agree with you that, yes, we do have a, a big problem with that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial it back and say that the, pre, the prefrontal cortex or the, the frontal cortex is still in development until your early 20s. Correct. Which is mm. all the fucking parenting years, god damn it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So what I'm saying I will agree with you on is, that. Is that yeah. if you... And it goes back, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, Rule number one on nostalgia is if you can't tell the story, tell the fucking story. story. Rule number two on nostalgia is just don't be a fucking asshole. Right? Rule number three, don't fuck up the kids. God damn it. So in my opinion, uh, you've got 20 years, maybe give or take two or three years, where that prefrontal cortex is developing. Malleable, yes. And if you are a shitty fucking parent, you're going to fuck it up and call, you you let the TV babysit your kids you let them mm-hmm. fucking stare at a, a goddamn computer too iPad. Long. you know you let them right all the things that that parents are letting their kids do the helicopter parenting the not letting them go outside all that shit i think is creating mental instability and absolutely uh, and i'll give you a perfect example yes i will agree with you on that meth addicts right meth addicts when they have done enough meth their brain scans are identical to the brain scans of a paranoid schizophrenic that's fucking science baby mm-hmm. So if meth can turn an adult into a paranoid schizophrenic, what can shitty parenting do to a child? Exactly. Even worse. Yeah, I was going to say even worse. So that's why I I know you can make your case right now. Go for it. But no, I'll agree with you. I'm just saying shitty fucking parenting. I'm I'm sorry. I I grew up with, uh, hey, um, go get the spoon. Right. And I got yes. beat with that. Did right? you see the page? Like, our, our page said, no. I wasn't born with a fucking silver, silver spoon, spoon in my, in my mouth. mouth. I was born with a wooden, wooden spoon, spoon in my ass. ass. Yep. Yeah? Yep. That, I got a leather belt. Okay. But yeah. I don't know. Are you, uh, are you, were any of you guys raised religious? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Everybody? Okay. Spare yeah. the rod. Spoil the child. Spoil the child. That was what I was always told. And this goes back to something we talked about off air, which is your ancestors weren't fucking stupid. Whether they were talking to a bearded man in the sky or not is up for debate for many people. But what they wrote in those ancient texts means something, means something, because that's why it survived this long. So if Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child has been around since ancient fucking times, then clearly our ancestors who weren't dumb, they just were primitive, knew something that we fucking lost sight of, which is if you don't fucking... Take a firm hand with these malleable fucking – and like you said, we're not raising boys. We're raising men. 
yeah. if you don't take a firm hand with these malleable yeah. minds, they're gonna fucking they're gonna be spoiled. They're gonna spoil like fucking we, cabbage. Well, I mean, we we wrote we wrote Lord of the Flies based on that. It right, the same thing. You you take kids, you put them in, on on an island by themselves. All right, go. Go to your they devices. They turn into fucking they, monsters. Exactly. They are monsters. You give a fucking yeah. two-year-old a knife, he'll stab <laughs> yeah, you. Hell yeah, in your sleep. <laughs> he'll stay. Yes, he will. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we've turned into this okay mentality. You know, like yes. these kids do something. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, he's okay. Just yeah. expressing oh, he's expressing himself. Yeah. He's, he's expressing himself 12 mouth. inches yeah. into yeah. my rib cage with yeah. fucking yeah. 440 stainless. No, no, no. Yeah. And then you get like these, well, mommy, like I kind of like this dress. Okay, well, why don't you try? No, fuck that. You're a dude. You're going to wear fucking pants and you're going to wear a yeah. shirt. You know what? I, I, honestly, here's the thing. Like, if, and you're going to hold if the my door son, for If my right. son wants yeah. to try a fucking dress on in my house, try a fucking dress on. But guess what? When you go back outside, you're not wearing it. Correct. Because here's the deal. Because I've worn dresses and I've worn bikinis. Right. I'm just saying. He is an good ugly chick. He's a good looking dude, but an ugly chick. And now there's this public debate on whether or not white kids can dress up as Black Panther for Halloween. Oh my God. This was the freaking Moana. No, this was the freaking Moana shit. Exactly. So why not? It's a costume. Exactly. I agree with you. But my point is, is that. I can I, I can fucking dress up like a woman for Halloween and it's not gender appropriation. A woman can dress up like a man for Halloween and it's not gender appropriation. A fucking white guy if you're not doing the, the like the white eyes, white lips, fucking racist blackface. Blackface, then you can dress up as whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not being a dick. Right? Yeah. Rule number two. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. So here here's the thing. You want to dress up in a fucking bikini and, and you have a good time? Fucking dress up in a bikini sure. and have a good time. The minute you're going out and saying, "No, this is, this is me. This right. is th- now." Correct. Okay, hold on, time out. Now we're into a whole different right. area. Right. This is okay. So my my mentality has always been: I, I don't I don't really care how you feel or what you think. Think that way, feel that way. <laughs> Knock yourself out. The problem no. that I have is when you, you try. And, you don't care about the, people's feelings. The, the problem that I have is when you try and push your thoughts on me correct that's it's yeah. if if you want me to think you're craziness that's not okay it's yeah. like you want to think you're if, if you want to be crazy you want to think that you're that you you're okay knock yourself out you're you're a girl good for you knock yourself out i i, I don't agree and i'm not going to call you a girl either well you, you know, know what, what? okay here's hold on, here's, hold on. let's go take ahead. a step back there's one good thing about some of these little gender whatever hey hey what the girls' bathrooms that we've been locked out of <laughs> for, for years. Fair I don't, don't, don't want to. They are cleaner. <laughs> and you know what? Bitch, use the guys' for bathroom. This, I, for just, this time, yeah, I yeah, treat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. These right all gender bathrooms are so much nicer and so much more peaceful. You know what, though? To, to bring it back real quick, you know, where we originally started, again, I don't, I don't think any of us have anything to do. Like, we don't have any issues with transgender people. We don't care that they dress. No. Like, Would you like, call a transgender die. person by the opposite pronoun? Uh, no, but uh, so I mean, you met what they look like. It, it was not be intentional. It's one of those things. It, yeah. Like if you see a dude and he looks like a dude, and you be like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" And it, I'm I I, I I I associate as a female. Okay, well, what you look like a uh, fucking what, dude. So I'm whatever, you, bro. All right, cool. I'm sorry. Okay, like, okay so that's it's a, like calling a fat chick pregnant. You're like, sorry. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my bad. Ex- you know, it's ex- exactly the same thing. Right. That's exactly how I feel. But it's the people that take it and go, "That's an act of aggression. That's an act of hostility." No, that's fuck it, you. Like, it's no, no, not no, an no. Look, an act of aggression. Exactly. Ah, damn. So anyway, I was just trying to bring it around and be like, you know, what? we have nothing against these people at all. 
at all. Like what they believe in. These, right, these people. I know. Those damn it. Those people. Oh shit. What I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is it's it's nothing. It's nothing against people that that think that there are men and they're women or in, and they're women that think they're men. It's nothing against them. It's just, I think it's their mental capacity to do certain things like the military. You know, I, and I, again, I, the military is, is police work. Uh, uh, Anything that really there, has. There's some serious specialized life and death scenarios where maybe we have to examine your mental fitness. And that's sure. the bottom line. That's sure. the bot. I, to me, that's the bottom line. There and are some jobs we have to examine your mental fitness. You and just- with that, let's transition to women in. <laughs> Interesting Oi. thoughts. Interesting. Now, I was I, I was in the don't ask, don't tell era. <clears throat> I was in Clinton's military, and um, I, I don't necessarily hate it. I, I don't necessarily think it needs to be a policy. I just think it should be a personal thing. Where it's like I don't give a shit. Like yeah, and and neither did anybody that I was serving with either, and I personally didn't care. Like I, I mean, no truer words have been said that I don't care how you fuck, how you fight. Right. Yep. And, I, and I'm not. You guys know that I'm still one in the group, you know, from non-service of any kind. So it's like I, that's just very smart and very impactful and very truthful. I don't care how you fuck. I care how you fight. My question is this. Is the policy going to make the military more deadly and more efficient and able to kill more enemies than lose good guys? That's it. Right. If right. It, if, it's, if it's not going to do that, get rid of it. Right? If, if, it, if it is going to do that, keep it. If it's not going to do that, get rid of it. I just want a military that's able to go in, fuck shit up, and then leave. <laughs> you know? Um, so, so you know, if we ever get invaded, I just want to go out there with, and just fuck, fuck with people <laughs> and just get on an LMG and just be like, yes, Red Dawn, I'm baby. Shooting people with a pink gun. That's it. Well, Marco used to play paintball, <laughs> and didn't you used to put yeah. like occasionally you'd put bath beads in your paintball gun so that not only did ah. they die, but they would smell pretty. God, you know what? I would like to say that I wasn't that guy, but I was. I, I did. I did try. There was, a, there was at one point there was a specific um, size of bath bombs that actually wore the same six, like twenty six eight caliber as a paintball, and I did. It, it blew up in the barrel, but then every single paintball behind that was just like smelling lovely. <laughs> That's amazing. So then, Matt, we invited a coworker on, and this goes back to the previous episode with Rodeo Sex. Same episode, yep. same guest. Uh, it was a young man that, I, I, for for whatever we we used nicknames back then. His name is Jordan. Um, we had him on, and he was a millennial. And why did we have him on? We had him on because he actually listened to the podcast regularly and found value in some of our shenanigans. And as a, at the time, 26-year-old man, he was constantly coming up to both of us at work and asking our opinion on stuff and, hey, about this and about that. And we thought, well, let's have him on as the guest millennial because he doesn't personify the particular, the, the stereotypical millennial. And no, he's he a very... Uh, Tom millennials, we used to call them. <laughs> right, right. But very, very uh, uh, well-educated, articulate um, young man. And uh, we thought, yeah, he's a little dry, a little dry, but he was uh, genuinely seeking 
guidance, though. Correct. Yeah, he was. He was very. Genuine. He didn't want to just come on the show for a. The conversation we had with him on that episode mirrored a lot of other very similar conversations we have daily. Work. So we thought, why not just capture, you know, the episode? And uh, this this one was a little more uh, serious in nature. And it'll also tie into our next segment, which we'll talk about after you hear this. Um, but uh, enjoy uh, us discussing with a millennial what it means to be a man. You were talking about in your life, you have, I guess, and in the in the spirit of if you can't tell the fucking story, tell the fucking story. <laughs> you said to me as a millennial, but I don't hashtag identify as a millennial. You struggle with the idea of. What's a man nowadays? What what's what's manliness? What am I what am I aspiring to? What do I strive to be? Exactly. Yeah, I found it very hard. Um school was difficult for me because I think they kind of stunted young boys being young boys of wanting to be loud, run around, fall down, get scrapes and everything like that. And we were kind of directed to sit in your seat, be obedient just as the girls would be. So for me being a young man, 26 now, I've we, kind of go. We, we, we call it the Catholic school where I grew up. Right. <laughs> the nuns with the real Sit kids. down and <laughs> shut the fuck up. Exactly. Whack. Jesus, Jesus is watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily I avoided that. But uh, fuck, I didn't. <laughs> uh, for the record, Mugshot was asked not to come back to Catholic school. I wasn't kicked really? out. My parents it's... got a letter requesting they do not re-enroll me. That school did not want me or my parents' money. That's so good, right? Yeah. His sister was That's fine. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> my sister still heard about me five years after the fact. Right. When oh, she was man. a freshman. So, well, okay, to your credit, you weren't so terrible that they wouldn't take your sister. So right. there's that. Hang on. I mean, take you, the small things. You put a little bit of... <laughs> the little, the the little small victories. <laughs> you put a little bit of fake blood on a few religious statues and everybody loses their shit. But it, no, you always make that joke. Is that a true story? That's a 100% true story. You put fake blood... That was the straw that broke... Jesus is bad. So <laughs> oh, no, the camel in, in, the, in the nativity. Yes, the, yeah. the camel in the nativity, yeah. Oh okay, so God. you you were saying you don't you, you don't feel like you, were, deals you feel like you were toughened up enough, or you feel like you were emasculated? What? Both, yeah, definitely. My father was a successful lawyer at one point. Pussy. Yeah, in some ways, he his masculinity was representative of his money. So he was oh, never the okay. type of guy of like, hey, son, let's go work on this car type of thing. And I was uh, his white collar. Yeah, his dick was only as big as his wallet. Hey, hoodie, where, yes. where did you grow up? Just major, uh, California. major city, Los Angeles. You could say, oh, okay, cool. yeah, Southern California. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, Your dad was a lawyer. Yes, a successful one at a point. Nope. <laughs> 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 he kind of uh, lost his wasn't edge like a over a attorney, was he? Pardon? It wasn't like a defense attorney, was he? No, no, okay. no. All right. But um, so that aspect wasn't really there, um, as well as like my parents were divorced, so my mother kind of raised me. I had an older sister and older brother. If you and- don't want to hold that, I put the mic stand right next to you. You can always. Put it in. It keeps in, me alert. I'm, right. I'm, I'm vibing. Keeps you awake. Right. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm on stage, right. so it's cool. Uh, what? <laughs> all right. So you you don't you think he was teaching you 
Like he, he wasn't was, teaching me what it means to be a man, and I feel in society we don't have the rites of passage anymore of what it means to be a man, having that masculinity. For instance, tribal communities, they used to go on these long excursions where these young boys would go with the men, and they would not be able to see their mother for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. And they would get visited by some type of demon or some type of monster that would test them. And if they we were call able- it summer camp. <laughs> summer camp. <laughs> demon with a Catholic priest. <laughs> and, and, uh, right, right. And, and, the monster and, was his wiener. Right. The monster was the big fucking snake that <laughs> exactly that rolled out of the pants. Anyways. So, no, yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah, so we, I, we do have them, but they're less and less free. Like, I went with my father on several camping trips. Right. And one of them was, it was a church group, but that's neither here nor there. It wasn't Catholic, so we, I didn't get molested. Uh, <laughs> that's the precursor to it. <laughs> uh, no, we went on a camping trip, and it was three days a day and a half hike in mm-hmm. and a day and a half hike out. Right. Mm-hmm. And you weren't, there was, I mean, there wasn't really cell phones anyway, but there was no TV. There was, right. it was, it was mm-hmm. fathers and sons and everything you owned was in a backpack on your back. And you were go- like, if some shit happened to us, motherfuckers would be running right. to get to something, you know? <clears throat> so that, you never had that. No, no, unfortunately not. And do you miss it? Like, you, yeah, do you I, miss something you never had? Yeah, uh, for sure. I think I found uh, surrogate father roles throughout my life of just uh, coming across. I've had many mentors, wiser, older men that uh, kind of teach me the ropes of what it means to be a man. But it, not to sound soft, but I think that's a very intimate, personal question of what does it mean to be a man? And for me, at the age of 26, I'm still trying to figure that out. And so it's it's interesting seeing people my age reject and rebuke masculinity where it's toxic masculinity. Oh. And they're praising more oh, of a feminine approach. But to okay. me, and I'm kind of like a psychology nut. I found uh, joy in the self-help aisle probably because I suffer from neurosis. But just because psychology was an insight into the psyche of man. And so that in some ways was the surrogate father figure for myself. And it spoke of the process of individuation of individuating halves of who we are, the masculine and the feminine. And I see in my age bracket, they're kind of falling into the femininity more so than masculinity and rejecting that. And I think that's why there is a bunch of mental noise or chaos that's going on because they don't truly understand the process of becoming whole. So they're being taught to betray their nature yes. as if their nature is bad. Yes. Huh. Well, and I it, agree. Well I, well, I agree completely. In in my line of work, I see all sorts and all types. But, um, I, I, for the first time ever, about two weeks ago, somebody actually tried to correct me because they identify. You oh, know, they, no. they they have the blurred lines of uh, the blurred lines of. Uh, of sexuality and what they relate to and how they feel and and so on and so forth and um we're having a car- we're just having a conversation um at work just random shit and and uh i i said something uh i forgot it was like sir or ma'am can you can you hear that <laughs> the ice yeah, in the yeah, background? yeah drinks are being made folks like I say. <laughs> drinks are being made this is live and and it just it took me a second because i looked at the person and i did the look Kind of little cockhead thing, like the, they're like you fucking with me. Right I was now? like, are you? Are you like? Yeah, I was like, literally, I was like, 
you trying to fucking punch yeah. me right now? <laughs> you're, like, uh, you're like, oh, good one. I, I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's funny. It's not and funny. Then, oh, it, no, no, no. They were like, no, 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 no. I'm being serious. Myself and my... Where, and where's Ashton at? Am I a well, punk? Yeah. It was, he was like, yeah. well, myself and my partner don't... I mean, you mean the chick right next to you? And literally, that's what I, I was like. I was like, literally, I was like, you mean the chick right next to you? And, oh, I, I, I'm offended by that. I'm like, and I said, okay, tell me, please. Out of what I just said, oh, maybe you don't like to be called a chick. I said, the young lady right next to you. I don't like to be called the young lady. I'm like, the ass hat right next to you? <laughs> yeah. And he fucking tried to get chesty. And I looked at him and I looked at him and I said, come on, Bobby. Booby, you're not enough. Yeah. Come on, Booby. Relax. And, you know and, what I'm saying? Like, and you're in my house. Yeah. 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 You're well, in my but, house. But, and I'm six foot three. And three four, bills. Four. And, 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 uh, six foot four and, and three and, bills. I'll and three fuck biscuits. you up. Oh, yeah. I will fucking run the shit of somebody over. No, but... I was just astonished. I'm like, this is the bone that you're picking. This, this is yeah. this is it. This is the flag that you're waving. That, that's right. what the fuck you got a problem with. Like, out of out of everything else that's fucking going on, um, that's way yes. more fucking important. Than this. Right. This is what you're fucking. This is the hill you're dying on. This is the bugaboo. This you know is the this? hill you're dying on. <laughs> this, of all the fucking hills, you could die. This, this is the one you choose. This is it. Yeah, okay. but I, yeah, but I hear uh, in in again in my line of work, I deal with a lot of 18 year olds, 19, 20, 21 year olds. Um, and I see more and more and more of it. Uh, and that's the one thing from what you mentioned that I can relate to is the 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 gender association and how, you know, everything's like you said. Ooh, like the guys gender are, association. Well, that sounds like a band. That <laughs> <laughs> does. They're opening up next Lollapalooza. Um, <laughs> Um, where where, where the the lines are me. really bleeding, that, oh man no the lines are really, really shit. yeah I was yeah anyways I, I, every every fucking day I run into to me it blows my that. mind where the whole I identify as such came out I was you like you can't say what? it blows anything that's offensive well I, de- I identify <laughs> as a frog so if you don't speak to me as such I'm offended if you that, like if you that ribbit me. that really kind of. Yeah. I don't know, irks me in one way. And it's when I find crazy. people my age bracket that kind of uh, carry themselves that way, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And to speak to that, when I was younger, I'd always hang out with my friend's parents because I felt like I would have more of a conversation from them. That's why I'm here tonight, sure. because if I'm not having an interesting, stimulating or fun conversation, I'd rather be listening one and thus me falling into listening man's down. Yeah. Well, you're in you're in good company with people that chose their role models i mean right uh you know fuzzy's grandparents were still in south america correct and when he met my grandparents they they kind of, they just kind of adopted you especially well, yeah it was a second family yeah, it was, yeah. and, and I mean, what i told you before i mean i i oh like one of the uh, there's been this is no lip service to him or anything like that and i would say this if he wasn't here um but one of the you know, everyone has milestones and tough moments in their life. But one of the toughest moments in, in, in my life, I still remember this very, very, very vividly, was his grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, I fucking lost it, you know, because it was at that point in time, I have been here more than, you'd been th- there. than I had yeah. been there. Right. Thus, his grandfather as a active grandfather figure was way more active than my own personal one. And or and my, my birth grandfather one, was say. an artist. He was an artist. They had lots of conversations. Kindred lot, spirit type of thing. Yeah, yeah lots, and lots gra- of conversations. My grandfather and, was an alcoholic asshole in his youth, but he mellowed out into Mister Fucking Rogers in his old age. But the thing is, he on. was a gentleman's gentleman. Like that, that, that guy was really a a not a man about town gentleman. He was a really 
a worldly he was a jack of all trades. He really he was. Could, I mean, he could talk science, he could, he could talk, talk yeah. art, he can talk politics, and he knew. He wasn't just what I call a parrot. A parrot is right, somebody somebody right. who just listens to something and repeats exactly no, just repeats grandpa, that exact same thing to make themselves seem like they know what the fuck they're talking yeah. about. My grandpa had a legit no, lab, yeah. like a lab in his garage, his garage where yeah. he and my uncle developed and patented a scientific way to chemically bond diamonds to stainless steel. What the fuck? Right. And it worked. And it worked. And they had a patent on it. And they, you, I mean, it want, was crazy. Like, you want to know how, you want to know how I know? I'd, I'd like to say, but I think it's, the world has gotten worse since we've been the conversation. As far as boys being tamed at a young age and, uh, masculinity suppressed or mislabeled talks. So I don't think we've, as a society, have made those changes. As individual people, we're trying to make those changes. Um, but we're, <laughs> we're on the wrong side of the fucking line in this one, boys. You know what I mean? I mean, I, we're on the right side, but it's we're, we're outnumbered, unfortunately. Uh, you know, that's what I'm, I'm curious to find out if we really are outnumbered, or is it just that it's a vocal minority? You know, like, it, when push comes to shove, I think there's more people that, feel like we do honestly i just think that they get drowned out because they're they know what'll happen if they stand up and say they don't want to it's this is this is like um salem witch trials scarlet letter you don't want to be shunned you know you don't right. want to be you don't want to be voted off the island um you gotta you gotta keep your opinions to yourself but i say i say fuck battle. that you said what marco I think it's also pick and choose your battles right now. You know, it's like, you know, you know, you know what you're down for, you know what you're doing. Um, and it's just not, is it worth it to spend your energy into feeding into that right now or not? You know, yeah. or not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, on the heels, of I think that, it is. I think it is too. I'm, I fight the good fight. Um, but yeah. on the heels of that, Marco, you have one that kind of inadvertently, and I, I don't know that we planned this back then because we didn't, we didn't do a whole lot of planning back then. We just kind we of we still don't do a whole lot of planning. We we, we still kind of wing it most of the time. Our... We're we're a little more organized, but we still planning is not our forte. Well, we have like you know actual like deadlines and times, and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we're a little more disciplined. I think. Uh, but yes. This was uh, this was uh, another episode with Scott, and we had another friend on um, that. Believe it or not, we call Roach. Uh, you guys, some of you might be familiar with him. Matt, Marco, and Roach, and I all were in our first band together when we were all about 16 years old. Um, those stories are legendary among our friends uh, for being, you know, 16 year olds in a punk band that were we were out gigging and playing out. And uh, famously, there was a, a little known band at the time that. Was- hey, nice fucking stop, asshole! <laughs> Sorry. This is its own show in and of itself. Fucking people. <laughs> um, we we were famously playing a gig in the San Fernando Valley of Southern California. And at the time, a little known high school band from Calabasas opened up the show for us. Uh, and that band was uh, Incubus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Didn't they, didn't they didn't they ask to play with us or was that other was, or was that some other band i don't think, i think big. that was the club that um that put them like they, they booked them as our opening act 
okay. Yeah. So, because we were both, you know, younger bands and stuff like that. So, but Marco, what was this one? Uh, it was, by the way, it was the hippos that um, asked to play with us. Oh, okay. Hippos. And then stop in. Uh, anyways, um, so this one's uh, on the more serious side. This is, I'm not going to preface too much into it because there's just a lot of unpacking that happens. But talking about fathers, absence of father figures in a household, and talking about uh, more traditional roles. And when I say traditional roles, before you get all like, yeah, 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 husband and wife, before you, you know, uh, it's more about co-parenting and having the two sides of parenting and duality of parenting. Yeah, balanced parenting. And, uh, the balanced parenting, exactly. And I yeah. believe Thomas is what you had mentioned in the actual uh, podcast itself. So without further ado, have listened to it. I think it rolls right into what we were talking about before. I didn't have, you know, a father to fill the gap, so I filled it with father figures. Dick jokes. I filled it with what? With dick jokes. <laughs> no. But I filled it with father figures, and I wanted to talk about um, the importance of fathers, but in, ab- in the absence of fathers, the importance of father figures, whether that's a mentor or a sensei or – uh, a friend's father or an uncle, whoever it is, that importance cannot be denied. And I wanted to discuss with you guys what you feel and what you think about your own fathers and their, because the three of us have all have something very much in common. We don't have, uh, we all have estranged or strained relationships with our fathers that have, ultimately either gone one way or the other, whether it's to, to, to kind of come full circle and improve or whether it is to just flush them down the toilet. But we didn't have traditional conventional mom and dad are married, stay married. We, you know, are raised in the same household. Not even close, bud. Right. So we all kind of had to figure out a who we were going to look to as father figures and then B when we, all three of us have kids, when we became fathers, we had to kind of do things or emulate things or be things that we didn't have modeled for us. We didn't have, you know, we had to look to other people instead of to sometimes our own fathers. So I wanted to, I wanted to cover those. So the first thing I want to talk about when we talk about this subject is rule number one I got from Joe Rogan. God bless you, Joe Rogan, if you're out there. We we listen to your podcast and we love you. Uh, you were on an episode recently where you said rule number one is don't mess the kids up. Don't fuck it. Don't fuck up the kids. Right. right. And Absolutely. And for any parent, any father especially, that should be rule number one. Don't mess up the kids. It should be, but so, it doesn't help when you're eight years old and your dad drives his car up onto the sidewalk because you pissed him off about something and tries to run you over. Well, that would fall into the other category <laughs> right. of messing up the kids. <laughs> right. Right. So that's, I think, what we're talking about is is for those of you who are listening to this, maybe you're a new dad or maybe you're or, – or you know have a little bit of time in, in as a dad or who knows. Maybe you got a, a, a teenager and you're wondering what you're doing wrong or maybe you're – not yet a dad and you're looking for advice from, you know, average guys who have been down there, that road, 
the number one rule. Don't don't mess up your kids. Mess yourself up. Mess your relationships up. But do whatever you have to do not to mess up your kids, right? Oh, absolutely. Whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically protecting them. Just don't fuck up your kids. Don't fuck up any kids. There, There is – there aren't very many men in this world. There are guys that have penises. Yeah, there there are are guys, guys not men. There are there are guys that test thermometers. (laughs) There are it's it you know um in 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 talking about role models you know that one of the hardest parts for me and this is painful and I don't you know we've we've since mended our relationship and I'm I'm really happy about that. Um, But one thing for me you know if if we're reaching out to young uh, young and you know males right now, um, the hardest part for me was that having a biological father who for some reason it wasn't a priority to him to spend time with me. And so right. growing up, I was like, okay, what's wrong with me? Like, what am I, why doesn't, cause everybody looks up to their father, like he's God. And so I went through a lot of my, you know, young adult life saying, what's wrong with me? Why, why does he not want to spend time with me? So, yeah. So I went out <clears throat> and I found, you know, mentors. I found, you know, an uncle I have, you know, my Jewish, my Jewish parents who adopted me, who actually taught me, hey, a marriage is supposed to be good. Right. A marriage is supposed to be about love. I had no idea about that, man. My mom and stepfather, all they did was argue all day long, every right. single day. And so to me, that's what I thought a household was supposed to be. So I even went so far as my music teacher in high school uh, became a real mentor, told me. And, I, and when he retired... And he asked me to be one of the speakers, which I'm floored and completely flabbergasted and honored that he would have me do that. Good that word. That was part of my flabbergasted. speech. Was Good word. Flabbergasted. I told him, I said, you know what? I said, there aren't, there aren't that many true men in the world, and I needed you not just for a music teacher, you know? Um, and the, the, what always cracks me up about, about fucking quote-unquote men is that they say, hey, you know, hey, you want to go out Friday night? And they go, no, I got to babysit the kids. No, it's not babysitting. You got to what, dude? Yeah, okay, you're not tell babysitting. Me you gotta, tell me, no, I'm with my kids Friday night. And I go, right, yeah. Got it. Yeah, I'm babysitting. I'm, no, it's not I mean, babysitting. I've, I've said babysitting, but it is, it's a joking term. I'm not meaning No, it no, like no, I'm, tongue in cheek you know, is one thing. Like but when you out. actually look at taking care of your – yeah, if you actually look at taking care of your own kids as babysitting, you done fucked up somewhere. Oh, no, 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 no. I love spending time with my kids because I don't get a chance to. Well, yeah, because you're constantly <laughs> off investigating yeah, the I'm, I'm always on the snake road. monster yeah. of Lake Titicaca. But it's uh, made me the man that I am today, and I – even though it hurts and even though my life was what it was, um, it makes me seriously appreciate, you know, how much more I want to be the father. And did we talk about this on the last podcast, Fletch, where I was saying that – uh, about Dick Gregory, did we talk about that on the podcast? No, or just we haven't. We talked about that. No, we talked okay, about so, it privately. <clears throat> we've, we, uh, okay. I think we've talked we about ta- that before. Well, I'm going to say it again, real quick. That no, Dick don't Gregory- give it to it. Say it for the audience. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so Fletch and I were on the phone the other. Yeah, it was on the phone. Um, Dick Gregory is—he's a comedian back in the '60s. He uh, ran for president. He's a—he's uh, an African American. And he ran for president. He didn't win, but he ran. And uh, he was like the first 
uh, the first comedian to break over into the the Caucasian audience. So he kind of led the way for Richard Pryor, blah, 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 the whole thing, whatever. Um, but I've been doing a lot of listening to him because um, even though I don't directly uh, – uh, what's the word I'm looking at? I don't directly um, – my life doesn't get better directly by his words. I mean it's not aimed towards you know Caucasians or white white people. Right. No, he wasn't trying to speak <clears throat> to you. No, but, but he's but he's definitely talking to his his own his race. He's talking to you know the uh, African American and their culture. Right. And but much like what we're trying to do with this podcast is we're we're talking to guys. But if if yeah. if the gals listen to it and they gain insight into right. us and they gain some sort of uh, of of understanding if it that's that's what we want. That's that's absolutely yes. fantastic. So much like yes. you may not be a, a, a black dude. But listening to this very smart, very funny black dude talk to other black people about black issues, you learn about their culture, their issues, and you gain a sympathy and an empathy. Well, not only that, but it translates to my life, too, because we're well, fucking that's because you're human and turns out Dick Gregory human. is also human. And he's really brilliant. And I, I would, you know, say to anybody that if you want to watch, you know, I, I love listening to podcasts. I got my my wireless Bluetooth headphones my, you know, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Ma, what's my name? Mojado. She gets, <laughs> she, gets <laughs> she, she keeps like she keeps calling me so that I could babysit the kids and I don't fucking listen. So <laughs> I, I got my headphones. Did I say babysit the kids? So anyhow, um, it was it was uh, just before Christmas. And uh, and I, I rem I'll remember it the rest of my life because I we were about to go into the forest and cut down our Christmas tree because when you don't live in L.A., there's this wonderful thing that you can do, and that is go out into the forest, pay $10 for a permit, and go cut your own fucking tree. Yeah, the Griswold like a family like Christmas. A like a man. Like a free man, except you got to pay $10. <laughs> so you got to pay the before, hood tax, partner. <laughs> so before we left, um, I told my you know I told my son we were up doing the, 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 the Christmas lights on the roof. My wife wanted a Griswold style this year. After spending two hundred fifty dollars on lights, I said, "Okay, we're gonna have to wait till next year to finish this up." Honey. <laughs> um, I mean, your mom just died, and I get it. You know, I want to make you happy, but uh, you know, I gotta eat too. Um, you know, when it, it's, it costs a lot of money to babysit these. Yeah, kids, twenty five thousand know imported Italian twinkle lights gets pricey. <laughs> so, so anyhow, the so lights we are were, twinkling. <laughs> don't piss me off, Ed. <laughs> so. Um, as we're, you know, we were up on the roof, the the boy, the girl, and I, and um, as we started to come down, I looked up at the boy and I said, hey, I said, um, you know, will you, you know, clean the gutter up for me while you're up there? And the length of gutter that I have is, I don't know, like, like eight feet. It just basically covers over the front door. And I see him like pick a leaf and drop it and pick a leaf and drop. It. I go, no, 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 no. Get in there and just like clean it. You know what yeah, I mean? Scoop it. And he. He's like, he's like, dad, but there might be bugs. There might be. And I go, what? Like in my mind, I'm going, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong that my son is afraid of mud and sticks? And so it it hit me internally. You never like, let I'm, him play with mud and sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, okay, so I'm fucking up as a father. So that hit me, you know, somewhere in the back of my head. And uh, I looked at him and I said, look, I said, fucking get it done. This doesn't have to be a 20 minute thing. Okay. So I'm going to go in the house. And when I come back out, I just want it done. So I go in the house and I come back out. He's still picking out a leaf at a time. And I lost my shit. And um, boy, did I lose my shit. And, uh, uh, you know, he he's crying. I'm pissed. 
he's he's literally he has nowhere to put his frustration because he's hurting, he's crying, he's angry, dad's angry, and I'm watching him have all this frustration of not knowing how to deal with dad because I don't yell at him that often, hardly ever. And and not know how to how to how to internalize that and how and so he just doesn't have that that coping mechanism at all right and so listen to Dick Gregory <clears throat> he says uh, he gets real for a second and he's talking to I think he's in a I think he's in a church and he's just addressing the congregation and he says uh, he says uh, hey he says a he goes I, you call yourself a man he says a grown Man does not challenge somebody that can't challenge him back. A grown man does not yell at somebody that does not present a challenge. Right. Whoa! Mind oh blown. Oh, my God. Just that one sentence changed my entire life. Wow, man. You know, I started thinking about it. You know, I trained jujitsu, and I'm going, okay, so when does – have I ever seen a black belt yell at a white belt? I'm like – no, I haven't, you know, and if you start thinking about, you know, whether it's teachers or other authority figures, have have you ever seen a good one lose their shit on someone that's trying to come up in the ranks of whatever they're trying to do? School teacher, boss, you know, bosses that yell at their fucking employees. Right. Nothing ever gets done. You, nothing you just, gets yeah, done. you ruin that person. So with that one sentence, my whole life changed and i went up and i and i i talked to my son the next night and i held him and i told him you know there's nothing that matters more to me than you and and your sister there's nothing in the world that means more to me than the two of you i messed up i i will do my best to never ever do that again and we cried and we held each other even to the point where my wife called me called us to go downstairs and i said hang on a second oh they were gonna say your wife called you a pussy well, she did that when I said I had to babysit the kids. <laughs> um, and then one other thing real quick that I'll touch on with, with Dick Gregory, and then we can move on because I know that we have some other, other news we have to get to. Well, we got into the Wayback Machine to pull out those clips for you. Uh, we know that – let's put it this way. We slog through two hours of an old episode so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. That <laughs> was a lot. We thought we were Joe Rogans back then. You know, we just figured out people can listen to it in chunks if they want to. Yeah. But there was no rhyme yeah. or reason to it. Like, we, we tried to have segments. We, we it, You know what it was? We were we were learning. And, and we're learning. We, were, we thought we were going to be a morning talk show. Yeah, we kind of ran it like a morning show. So, um, well, uh, to tease a couple things we got coming up, we want to get back together to, next week and do Locker Room. I want to talk to you guys about if uh, the Anheuser-Busch response um, to the the Bud Light controversy is, or what you think about their response to it. Which uh, oh yeah, that's a whole that's a whole other show whole happening. Other show. So uh, <laughs> look forward to that. Um, and we, we uh, I think we've got whatever comes out because there's tons tons of news stories coming out. We'll be covering the current events. We'll be giving you our spin on it and. Uh, we're looking at uh, possibly doing some reactions and stuff like that. So we're, we've got some stuff coming up, but for our next episode, uh, if you have topics you want us to talk about, you can always uh, send your messages to us. You know, we love your DMs. Uh, we've got some of your jokes sent into us. Um, so we're going to be using some of those on, on our next episode, but and keep uh, them coming. yeah, keep them coming. Cause 
and you know we don't always do clip shows but we sometimes we like doing them for you guys because it gives us a break and it gives you guys a little uh, time time capsule so uh, until then we'll just see you in the locker room see ya fuckers hey remember to stop at the stop signs assholes hey y'all have a good day out there <laughs> and love one another <laughs> <laughs>